When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pick up 40 Chicken McNuggets and Tangy Cajun Sauce at Macca's Drive-Thru today. Welcome to the Macca's Run. Ah, yes indeed. Well, they're really keen to hear that bed played twice. Yes indeed, welcome to the Macca's Run. Sam Hargrave's back with you. Wonderful to be back with you every Tuesday night as we just bring you up to speed on what's been making news, what's been discussed, what are the big ticket items and the major conversation points throughout the day. And, of course, you get to have your say on the news of the day, and that's exactly uh, what this is all about on the Macca's Run. To do that, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. You can text in at any stage zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the forty winks temper text. Uh, Eight o'clock tonight off the tee. Our dedicated golf program. Myself and Nick Ahern. It is back and just in time too. As we're on the eve of the eve of the eve of the Masters. Twelve thirty a.m. The first groups go off uh, Friday morning. So we cannot wait for the 87th Masters. So myself and Nick Ahern will be taking you through the Aussie hopes and our Masters moments. So looking forward to doing that at 8 o'clock, but plenty to get through at the moment. Tribunal happening this evening, of course. Blake Akers from the Blues is uh, challenging the one-match ban he received. Uh, they're looking to make the case that he was attempting to smother. Um, over the weekend, Griffin Logue has had his one-match suspension upheld. For his bump on Will Day in North loss to Hawthorne, it was graded as careless. Medium impact, high contact. Just reading from um, the notes that have been put up, um, uh, David Zeta's notes, who was there reporting for Fox footy. Uh, Logue told the tribunal he only became aware of Hawthorne's Will Day shortly after the ball ricocheted off his foot. He was asked at any time, did you make a conscious decision to initiate body contact? That was by North's lawyer, Ben Isle. Logue said no. When it's happening that quick, you don't really know what position the opposition player would be in. Taking off at that pace, upwards of 90% acceleration. I did attempt to slow down to try a heavy stop any faster than that would result in some form of a biomechanical biomechanical injury for myself. And then I said that Logue engaged in quintessentially a football act. The AFL, though, represented by Nick Payne, said Logue made a decision to bump and prepared the right side of his body for contact with Day. While Logue said he wasn't aware of Day until very late in the incident, Payne disputed that and said that Logue would have been aware of Day and that he was open and vulnerable. He said they were satisfied the charges made out under the rough conduct, high bumps provision. So Griffin Logue will miss the Good Friday clash against the Blues, and that leaves North Melbourne pretty undermanned, especially when they're missing Ben Mackay as well. Alistair Clarkson spoke today. We'll give you an update on where Luke Davies' Uniac is, but... And we'll keep you up to speed on what happens with Blake Akers. He's uh, giving evidence at the moment. Descent, back on the agenda in a massive way, isn't it? Your say on the news of the day, one 736 736 We'll get to Nathan Buckley's view in just a moment. But one of the most interesting stories of the day certainly is the story that the AFL have made an announcement today, that they're going to introduce two new outlets at Marvel Stadium called The Runner. 
Now, anytime you think of doing a runner, um, if you are so inclined in your youth, uh, people conjure up ideas of doing runners from taxi lines or restaurants, uh, whatever it might be. This is the first time in your life that you'll legally, you will legally be able to do a runner and not have to stop and not have to physically pay for the items that you've just taken. How this works, it's a system that's been used by Amazon or developed by Amazon Technologies, been operating in the States for a while now. When you walk in, to get your food and drinks, you tap your card on entry. You grab your pie, your beer, whatever else you want, your chips, and then you just waltz straight on out. Now, this cutting-edge technology, it tracks the items that you remove from the shelf along with your cards, and no more queuing. Now, this is a bit of a game-changer because every game is striving. Every professional game is striving to make and to find new ways to make the fan experience better. And one of the main grievances I reckon we've had from people when we've asked them what's stopping you from going back to the footy as we've re-emerged from COVID was the fact that, well, when I'm at home, I can just get up from my couch, go to the fridge, get my beer or get my snacks, get whatever I've organized from my footy food, my pies or my um, hot dogs, whatever it could be. And I can just go back straight to my seat and I don't miss a moment of the action. So this is really trying to take that excuse away from people. It's been a massive deterrent. You've told us this along with obviously the price of food, but hey, we'll solve one problem at a time. If you've got any other innovations that you think will make the fan experience better, feel free to throw it up. one 736 736 Whoever can solve the congestion issues getting out of the ground, I think you can name your price as well, as I'm sure this wasn't cheap to get, but it will be a, a godsend, I reckon, for, for footy fans who you might want to go and get a refreshment and you miss market a year. Well, this will mean that you might just be able to go, as Sam Edmonds said earlier today, you'll just be able to go quickly after... A goal might have been scored and get straight back to your seat after you've gone and got your refreshments. one 736 736 Nathan Buckley weighed in on the dissent issue and uh, Jared Waitley early this morning on Waitley asked him how he would handle the situation. It's back on the agenda after Steve Cornelio was pinged for dissent, which gave Carlton their first goal of the second half in what ended up being their win. Against the Giants, at that stage, the Giants were up. Many believe this costs the Giants the game. I don't subscribe to one decision uh, costs you a game of footy. But Bucks had his say today with Waitley. I'm a mate of Dan Richardson's. I felt like he was saying something he didn't believe. I felt like he was talking about something that he that he knew wasn't you know absolutely honest and authentic, and that he was asked like in some ways he's asked to do that. I just think if the, if it was tell us whether it was unwarranted or whether it was accurate, I just say, I, I would have just loved said, look, it was an unwarranted free kick. We're like looking at it, all of this. It probably didn't pass the threshold of dissent. So it was unwarranted and it was an error. Um, but we still, we, we still caution every player that if you, if you put yourself in this position, well, then there might be, the, the umpires are human and they might, they might react to it in, in the moment and they, and they might get one wrong every now and then. But we don't want to see you, and we need to see respect given to the officiating uh, cohort. And the best way to prevent a mistake being made is is not to buy into it. I don't know whether that do we lose much by that. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. Are you siding with Bucks on that? Would you rather see them erring on the side of being quite strict with dissent? Players will know that if I run the risk of opening my mouth at all, I could get pinged or being demonstrative, I'll get pinged rather than saying, well, I got away with a bit last time. I'll just see how much I can push that. I'll just see if I can just get a little bit more. I'll see if I can just push 
that little bit more. one 736 Carlton's forward line uh, on the agenda, as are a few forward lines at the moment. Sydney's with Buddy coming back in and what that means for Marty and McDonald. Uh, Brisbane Lions uh, as well. But for Carlton, Gary Lyon expanded this morning on SEN Breakfast on a, th- on a theme and an analogy that he rolled with on the couch on Monday night. They've got a rooster problem. Hmm. They're roosters. Mm. Those two blokes we just saw are bantams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, spoke, I spoke to my rooster mate. This is what he said. He says, when you've got multiple roosters, there'll be the occasional squabble, and for most parts, that's okay. Those squabbles can get dangerous if there's not enough space. If your birds are too crowded together, you may see serious problems. Well, I like this. That's come straight out of the rooster etiquette book. So that was on the couch uh, last night, but he also expanded on that earlier today on SEN Breakfast. Uh, go to sen.com.au to get the full podcast. Uh, and he also said that there's an issue too, for a very different reason, of the two big roosters in the forward line for the Brisbane Lions and who is going to step up to be the man inside that Lions forward 50. They've got the pies on Thursday night. It's a must win for them. And good luck at the moment controlling that rampaging Collingwood setup. Uh, Lockie Neal. Brisbane Lions captain or co-captain spoke to the media today and, and addressed Joey Danaher's accuracy issues. I know that Joe was probably disappointed with how he performed on the weekend, but um, I'm sure that he'll he'll put in as much effort as he can to play a good one on Thursday night. He also uh, gave an insight on what Dan McStay, the former Lion, who was offered a big contract by the Lions, but offered a better one for him at the Collingwood Footy Club, and it's been a very astute pickup, and he's played a really important role in Collingwood's early season success. What reception might he find himself receiving uh, in his first time back at the Gabba after being a long-time servant of the Brisbane Lions footy club? He um, obviously gave great service to this footy club. We loved him as a bloke and, and as a player, and um, I'm not sure how many years, seven or eight, eight years he was at the club. So, um, yeah, we, he's a much-loved figure, and the crowd can sort that out for themselves. I know that former players don't usually receive the warmest of welcomes when they go back to their uh, original team. I've found that out firsthand, so um, yeah, we'll wait and see, but uh, it should be a great atmosphere and um, can't wait to, to play in front of them, and I'm sure Mac is looking forward to getting back here as well. Uh, that was Lockie Neal, uh, Brisbane Lions co-captain. You won't miss a moment of that action Thursday night on SEN, the best called team in the business. Jared Waitley, of course. Matty Hill, words just sound better coming out of his mouth. And the five-time day, five-time night. Dermot Brereton as well to round out that very elite unit that will be uh, bringing you all the action Thursday night for the Lions and the Pies. Uh, as we go to the break and come back to continue just to get you up to speed on the news of the day when we know about Blake Akers, we'll let you know there's been some re-signings today. There's some injury updates as well and some big opinions given. So Joe, Brad and Tony, I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. This is Sam Edmund giving an update on maybe one of the, I reckon, one of the most sought-after signatures this young man will be at some point, whether it's this year or whether it's down the track. Tom DeConning uh, and where he and the Blues are at on a new deal. Carlton closing in on a new deal for Tom DeConing, which is which will be big news when it does happen. Nothing signed yet. The Pens still have their lids on them, but uh, I think DeConing, from what I've been told, and the club are going to find common ground on what would be a two-year extension that would take him to his free agency trigger, which is obviously eight years in the game, and then as we've seen uh, across a number of players, mid-20s, that's the big payday for him. Um, obviously, St Kilda, Sydney, Geelong, among a spread of clubs who would have varying levels of interest 
in a 203-centimetre ruck slash forward who's really emerged in the last sort of year and a bit. But I think all signs now point to him staying at the Blues, which is good news for Carlton. Sam Edmund there. So Blues fans, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Jerry Waitley, big today, that don't go too big on the next contract. This is the one that will show that you deserve the big dollars. So get a couple of years here, show that you deserve that massive contract, not just on potential but on deed, and then go for broke after you've shown what you can do. Um, as we go to the break, why isn't this a news story? Can I ask a question and can you give me the answer? one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 I'm stunned I haven't heard any uproar from St Kilda or Saints fans about this. I was lucky enough to be there at the G Saturday night, one fiftieth special night. The club legends being introduced, the history being told, and when the Saints go marching in, ringing out, what a great night it was. Last year, when Essendon celebrated their one fifty, they were given Friday night, prime time, one out. St Kilda were given Saturday night. And not only were they going up against another game, which is still one of the dumbest things we do as a game, putting games up against each other, they were up against the showdown, the fiercest current rivalry in the AFL. Now, that's a slap in the face. So, too, is the fact that the club asked to play their 150th against Collingwood. Now, obviously, they're trying to break their home and away attendance record, which they did at the G, but not all time. That was 1990 Waverley, 72,000. But it was more than that because Collingwood was who St Kilda played in their very first VFL game. It was who they beat to win their very first premiership and only in 66. It's who they played to post their biggest ever MCG and home and away crowds. And it's who they played in two grand finals in 2010. So much of their history is wrapped up with the Collingwood Footy Club. It would have been fitting for this historic night to include them again. Surely that could have happened. And surely someone other than me cares. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Is it a story? Why isn't it a story? This is the Macca's run. Pick up 40 Chicken McNuggets and Tangy Cajun Sauce at Macca's drive Through today. Welcome to the Macca's Run. My experience in Geelong, and I think it's been Geelong's experience for a long time, complacency has never been an issue for the club. It's been uber successful for a long period. So uh, we've had a lot of change from last year, so there's uh, a huge amount of hunger the challenge we've got at the moment is the confidence. Yeah, I don't think it's a coaching issue at the moment. It's an execution by the players and, um, yeah, it's probably more so on us than Ken. And we're sitting here at one and two. It's not the end of the world. Um, at the start of the season, if we asked the media what they thought we'd be at, they'd probably say we're at one and two. So I don't think we're at any means panicking three games in the season. It's a, it's a long season of 23 games now, so um, we've got full faith in Ken. Oh, we, we can beat anyone, so and, and we believe that. So um, well, I think we've got a great side, our connection, you know, the camaraderie around the playing group's amazing, so I think, yeah, we could go far. We thought he was going to be available last week, obviously. He, he, um, he just had a, a, a calf cork from the, uh, from the week before, and usually they, usually they settle, and... Um, and this one just didn't uh, didn't settle over the last 24 hours to 48 hours that we that we'd expect it to, and um, yeah, so we're we're uh, we're hopeful, but he'll need to be tested, and we'll 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 do that probably on Thursday. Uh, welcome back to the Maccas Run. Pick out the McValue bundle, just twenty six ninety five at Maccas. Uh, that was Paddy Dangerfield talking about the Cats' premiership hangover, whether or not it is a reality. Ollie whines on the pressure on Ken Hinckley after. Former great Warren Treadray called for him to be sacked now. 
Uh, you heard Camden McIntosh ahead of 150 games for him, believing that the Tigers can contend and they can beat anybody on their day. And Alistair Clarkson giving an update on Luke Davies' Uniac's fitness. They're a bit under man going into that Good Friday clash. one three hundred seven three six seven three six Harcourts open line for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourts. Your move, your Harcourts. Joe, it's your move. Thanks for calling. Hello. Oh, wow. You've blown my eardrum. What are you doing there, Joe? Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, I don't know what happened to poor Joe there. That doesn't sound great at all. Uh, oh, that's not great at all. What's happening with our phone line, do we think there, lads? Is that a problem at our end? I, I would think, unless the last two callers have just picked up a bugle and thought, I'm going to welcome Sam Hargraves back in the greatest way I can think, and that is just tear apart his eardrums. Let's try again. No, that is no good at all. Let's go with Tony. Tony, have we got you? That? No, that's not great at all either. So I don't know what's happening there with our phones. We might have a little rattle around. Uh, one Brad, Tony, stay right there. What was that? I mean, I know I talked about the Saints go marching in and, and about Saints fans. Could you ring up and tell me whether you're upset that you didn't get a standalone fixture on Saturday night for your 150th and you didn't get your request to play Collingwood? Is so much of the great moments in your history uh, involve... But I didn't know you'd actually ring up and play when the Saints go marching in back down through the line. Uh, one three hundred. Clearly, we've got a drama there, and we'll try and fix that up. Uh, quick sticks. Uh, get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. Forty Winks serious about sleep and temporary mattress like no other because Forty Winks are serious about sleep. The Maccas run is for Maccas. Funnily enough, pick up the McValue bundle just twenty six ninety five. A couple coming in uh, off the Forty Winks temper text. Uh, Sammy, is any is the food going to be any cheaper if you don't have to pay? Uh, if you don't have to be if you don't have to be served? Uh, no, I wouldn't imagine. Well, hopefully one day it will be, and we can get get a, a handle on that and rein that in and make it equitable and, and fair. But I'd imagine that the technology for it wasn't cheap, so I don't imagine it's going to come down straight away. Uh, just on not having to stop and pay um, at the new runner system that's going to be put into place in a couple of locations in Marvel. Man, society has gotten lazy. What have we become? Uh, Sammy, a father at home update, please. Adjustment going well. Tony, thank you for inquiring. It's great. Never been happier. Charlie Bear doing beautifully. Uh, and so too is the beautiful Evie. Thank you for asking. And Muzza too. How are the family going? Hope you're doing well. Take care. Muzza, you're a good man. Thank you. Uh, all is well. It's great to be back talking sport and, and talking to all of you. Just a little half hour cameo before we get into off the tee with the great Nick Ahern. It's Masters week. So we're really looking forward to getting stuck into that. Tom Morris reporting that uh, Matt Guelphie is set to miss six weeks with a high-grade hamstring strain, so not good news uh, for the Bombers. Other bit of news getting around today too. Saints fans, this is one that's going to make you happy, and this kid I, I think is just going to be an absolute jet. Nasai Wanganeen Miller uh, taken pick 11 2021 for the Saints. In his rookie year last year, he was top five for metres gained. He's right up in the uh, top 10 for metres gained again this year. Uh, he has extended his stay at the Saints until the end of 2025. So too has Connor McDonald, who has picked 26 in that 2021 draft. He's done the same thing with the Hawks. So some good news for some good young players extending their stays. Let's just see if these phones are still playing a bugle down the line. Brad, hello. Hello. Brad, we've got 30 seconds, mate. What would you like to say about the runner at Marvel? Yeah, what happens if you... Haven't got enough money on your card, or is, are you going to get 
Charged over, you know, fees and all the rest of it. Yeah, I reckon it'll do the bam Not that that's a sound it makes, but a sound similar to that. I don't reckon it'll let you proceed, Brad. That that would be my gut feel. What about all the young kids that go there? That, you know, look, they can't get food. Well, what about the young kids is a, is a very broad question, but uh, I think they'd just take your card. They'd just take mum and dad's card, wouldn't they, Brad? Yeah, well, what happens if mum and dad's cards are running a bit low? They, <laughs> you know, they overcharge them or something like Well, that. they'd have to go back and tell mum and dad. It's a great question, though, and I'm sure they'll line that out. Hey, we're going to do Off the Tee next. <laughs>